may not be Babe the Blue Ox of Paul Bunyan fame, but Ollie has one big advantage. He can be whatever color you make him. I'm talking, of course, about the friendly mascot for the Illinois National Highway Association, Ollie the Ox. You can find his smiling face and many other characters that were part of the wagon trains moving through the Illinois wilderness in the early 1800s as part of a 13-page coloring book created by the association. This fun book and a stagecoach boarding pass were designed to help children learn about this part of American history and have been very successful. John Goldsmith, the executive director of the Illinois National Highway Association, will tell us all about this wildly successful project and much more in just a moment. But first, this word from Travel, Wisconsin. It's time for Fun Photos featuring the Barkers. Today's pictures come to you from central Wisconsin. Sweetie, would you look at these fall colors? The mix of vermilion, a hint of carmine and scarlet. Vermilion, ooh. You mean red, right? Yes. Yeah, beautiful. And this one, the blending of burnt umber, gamboge, and peppered coral. Looks orange to me. Look at this photo. See the chiffon and subtle ochre mixed in? Those leaves look yellow to me. But you're right, they are beautiful. I'm so glad you appreciate Wisconsin's fall colors, honey. Well, they match your beautiful eyes, baby. Really? <laughs> exactly what color are my eyes? Don't look. Oh, uh, they're vermilion? Vermilion. That's red, remember? Oh, yeah. Nice try. I meant brown. Wrong. Fall is more colorful in Wisconsin, and there are as many ways to have fun as there are beautiful leaves on the trees. Find your fall fun at TravelWisconsin.com. In a recent issue of American Road Magazine, there was a delightful story called Color Me Historic about something that the National Road Association of Illinois has been doing and has has come up with recently as a way of attracting and helping kids to understand something about this great historic highway. With me right now is John Goldsmith, who is the executive director of the Illinois National Road Association. And, John, welcome to American Road Trip Talk. It's great to be with you. Thank you so much for being here, and I've got to commend you. I was fascinated when I saw this the first time around uh, on this idea of coming up with a coloring book for kids to help them to really kind of get into the whole spirit of what the National Road is about. Whose idea was that? Well, the origin goes back several years ago. Uh, The association had a coloring book probably eight or nine years ago. It was a very quaint uh, book. It was a nice start. But we decided it was time to update it uh, with some nicer graphics and uh, and really uh, pay attention to the story that we wanted to uh, share with the kids. And so uh, I guess I'm somewhat to blame <laughs> for the project. Uh, but I had some assistance uh, from a friend of mine who uh, dabbles in writing. His name is Joe Richardson, and uh, he was a lot of uh, help and assistance in uh, uh, helping get the focus on what the story is and the language that's uh, – uh, at the right uh, age level for kids. Yeah. And then uh, we had a graphic artist out of Effingham, Illinois, Haley Sudcamp, that did a wonderful job on the graphics. You know, you think about a coloring book, and there's really a lot more to a coloring book than one realizes. It's more than just the images, although they're important. It's also the story. Yes. And, and the images have to be ones that, that can actually be colored. It can't just be illustrations that look nice but are not functional. Yeah. As a coloring book, it's been one of the best projects that uh, the group has done in the four and a half years that I've been associated with them. You know, we knew there would be some interest, but once the word got out that the coloring book was available, we've had 
numerous calls and emails from schools, from churches, uh, from just different groups, from grandparents that That's want wonderful. copies for all their grandkids. And it has really gone over gangbusters for us. What is the story, essentially, that you try to get across to the kids through the coloring book? Well, the first thing that we knew that we wanted was a mascot. And uh, the National Road Association of Illinois has an icon that we have for our signs, which is the Conestoga Wagon. But we needed something that would be kid-friendly and, uh, and whimsical, so we selected an ox. And we gave him a name, and that's <laughs> Ollie the Ox. And he is uh, featured prominently in this coloring book. But the story is about uh, the road in Illinois, uh, about Conestoga wagons and why they were important to the National Road. It talks about some of the things along the road, uh, like the old Capitol in Vandalia where uh, Abraham Lincoln got his political start. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the things that you can see along the road, including the old Stone Arch Bridge in Marshall, which is authentic and original to the road circa 1834 and uh, talks a little bit about how the road evolved over the years into uh, U.S. Route 40. So there's a lot of things that we cover, um, and we do it in a way that we think that, uh, you know, the, the kids aren't um, uh, are getting an education, and maybe they don't realize it. Why don't you describe a little bit about what the National Road is and what makes it unique for people who may not know about it? Well, historically speaking, it's a very interesting road. It was the first and only road that was built completely by the federal government. All of the funding that went into the construction of this road, from the surveying to the actual construction, was funded by our federal government. It dates back to 1806 when President Thomas Jefferson signed into law the legislation that created this national road that began in Cumberland, Maryland. Uh, It continued through Pennsylvania, through Virginia at that time, but West Virginia now, into Ohio, Indiana, and eventually Illinois. And uh, it was a road for commercial purposes. It was a road that would enhance the uh, westward expansion for Mm -hmm. this country in the Mm -hmm. early 19th century. And it was essentially a dirt road, although there were some rock sections in, in various parts to the east. But when you got out to the Wild West, of the early 19th century, which would have been Indiana and Illinois, it was basically a dirt road. From 1830 to 1840, in that 10-year period, which coincides with when the road was being built in Illinois, the Illinois population more than doubled, and we like to think that the National Road had played a big part oh, absolutely. of that. absolutely. Absolutely. The National Road, in many ways, was that um, highway to the future for the United States in its early years after uh, we had settled the revolution and that we would be an independent country. Then this road was a dream, I think, that George Washington had, but really that Thomas Jefferson was the one that put it to uh, work as he started it up in the mountains in Cumberland, and it kind of went downhill from there and out right. into the Midwest. And we shouldn't overlook the very important role of his Treasury Secretary, Albert Gallatin, who really pushed this project and, and came up with some ideas on how to fund something like this. And ironically, you know, um, there are certain issues that revolve around the road from the early 19th century that are issues that we still still deal with today. Uh, when this road was first being discussed and during the entire time it was being built, there was always a constitutional argument in Washington, D.C. as to whether or not the federal government should be building roads. Yeah. What was the federal government's uh, job? What should they be doing this? When the federal government pulled the funding on this project around 1838, the road was technically not completed in Illinois. It had reached Vandalia, which was the capital at that time, and uh, the state of Illinois uh, worked very hard to uh, encourage, coerce, 
I'm not sure it threatened <laughs> happened, but they tried to get the government to finish the road in Illinois, which never happened. But it was done uh, through local sources, either state or local sources. They did finish the road to the Mississippi River. So, right. you know, we're talking about issues uh, over 200 years ago oh, yes. uh, that still are things that plague us today, questions about what is the role of our federal government. We're talking with John Goldsmith, who is the executive director of the Illinois National Road Association. Besides the coloring book to help kids to kind of get a feel for what the National Road was and meant to the history of uh, Illinois in your particular case, uh, you also have a fascinating thing, which is the stagecoach pass. Uh, Talk a little bit about that, because that is utterly fascinating. The reason we did this, um, in part, was to help uh, promote some of our locations along the road. We wanted to have four places uh, geographically. We wanted uh, on the east and west ends and a couple towards the center where we could stock the coloring books and that people could go to those locations and get their coloring books. And to help promote the project and promote those locations, we devised a, a replica boarding ticket uh, circa 1840, and uh, it's based on some research that we've done on what boarding passes would have looked like, but we made it an educational tool as well. We did some research and found an authentic list of rules for riding on a stagecoach, and so we incorporated those into uh, the back of the stagecoach pass. Uh, we gave uh, gave it a name. We called it the Illinois National Road Express, and uh, we it's a, just a fun piece that people <laughs> yes. can pick up in, other, in different locations. And then they can take this uh, stagecoach pass and redeem it for a coloring book. The four locations are the National Road Interpretive Center in Vandalia, which is our primary museum, the National Road Welcome Center, which is in Marshall, Illinois, on the east part of the state, the Effingham Welcome Center, which is, uh, I would say, as close to geographic middle of uh, the National Road in Illinois as you can get, and then the Collinsville, Illinois Historical Museum, which is over on the west side, is a very fine local historical uh, society museum. So those are the four locations, although if you look, you can find these coloring books in some other places along the road in some of the communities. And if someone's interested, they can always uh, get a hold of us at our National Road Office in Illinois. Excellent. And uh, our number is 888-268-0042. And uh, folks can find out more about the stagecoach passes and uh, the coloring books. Now, one of some of the fun things on this, and, and you'll have to, I guess we'll leave it to you folks to get hold of this, but it's absolutely fascinating to see this boarding ticket and some of the things that it says on it about, for instance, <laughs> the quality of the ride. I, you have one in your hand. Why don't you read a little bit about you know the, the accommodations that they sell people on? Well, the accommodations uh, include wheels of superior seasoned white oak, <laughs> handmade and fitted spokes. Uh, it would seat up to seven and had leather curtains and padded leather interiors. So I guess that was sort of the Lincoln Continental of the day. <laughs> it had to be. Well, the leather curtains were to keep the dust out, which was right. fearsome on those dirt roads. It's also kind of interesting that there's a 25-pound baggage limit for anybody who complains yeah. when they get on the plane now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing is that I, I love it about what is it, what it says about the stagecoach drivers. The stagecoach drivers are chosen for their driving skill, weight, and strength. <laughs> and, again, that line is based on one of the uh, stagecoach passes that we ran across in our research. So that's comforting to know that uh, you've got a driver that's uh, skilled 
and uh, strong enough and man enough to do the job. And he isn't going to weigh the car, the, the coach down either. That was important. <laughs> he, he, couldn't be a, he couldn't have any fat guys up there because they'd slow That's the whole right. thing down. What That's I found right. fascinating on the other side is the rules for riding the Illinois uh, National Road Express. And uh, one, of the, one of the ones that I get the biggest kick out of is number five, which says, drinking of spirits is allowed. But you're encouraged to share. <laughs> Isn't that great? And the other one that I got a kick out of is number three, which is do not swear even if ladies are not present. <laughs> I love it. That's correct. It's a fun project. It's a great learning tool for kids. Absolutely. Uh, they'll have fun coloring the book and learning a little bit about life in the uh, in the 19th century in Illinois and on the National Road. John Goldsmith, congratulations to you and the Illinois National Road Association, all your colleagues there on a great project. And we look forward to more exciting things coming out of you folks. Thank you. We appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me here again soon as we travel more of the American road and get to know the fascinating people we meet along the way. And don't forget to visit our website at AmericanRoadMagazine.com for our latest issue, blogs, travel tips, special deals, and so much more. Why, you can even friend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for the latest American Road news. For the American Road Magazine, I'm Foster Brown, reminding you that the joy is in the journey.